Oh, lovely. And there goes Pumpkin. Yep. Okay. Um, hi. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> How the fuck do we do the intro anymore? Uh, um, I don't know, man. Welcome to... Oh, I'm F Felicity. Oh, wait, actually, here. Let's take a back. Okay, I'll edit this part out. Okay. So, so since we're doing Dinosaur Tea Endgame or something, it's going to start. And you're not going to be here, okay? Because you didn't survive the snack. And then I'm, okay, you got it? Okay. okay. All right. Hi, so welcome to Dinosaur Tea Time. I'm Felicity. Uh, as you may remember from our last episode, <laughs> I got all the Infinity Sods and snapped Becky out of existence. So Becky's not here anymore. <laughs> Pumpkin is also here. Pumpkin survived the snap. So this is uh, the new Dinosaur Tea, where it's me staring into the void with pumpkin meowing occasionally and but I figured you know that was pretty boring so I I know it's not Becky out of existence so all of our previous episodes don't include Becky at all it's just my side of the story and I decided you know it's probably pretty boring you know we started getting terrible reviews people being like why is there only one person talking it's like listening to the other end of a conversation so I decided to put her back okay so Oh, I see a portal opening up before me. Oh, there she comes. She's stepping into it. Oh, here she comes. You know, the were only because of the Spoilers. I have to bleep this part <laughs> out. So yes, welcome to Dinosaur Tea Endgame. Shall contain no endgame spoilers. <laughs> I'll bleep them all out, I promise. Okay, well, good morning. Welcome. It is May 7th. <laughs> What year? 20. And so, yeah, you've missed a lot. You know, I fought in the in the war, the Infinity Wars. Thanks. I know you've missed the past year, so let me catch you up. Okay, so I snapped you out of existence. Then I went to grad school to study astrophysics. Then I went to space. Then I came back from space. Then I discovered time travel. Then I used that time travel to go back in time and change all of our episodes so that way we haven't missed a single one, but also you're not in any of them. <laughs> uh, so I did that. Uh, I got another cat. His name is Squash. <laughs> so Squash and Pumpkin are my two cats. Uh, I live in a house now. It's my house. I bought it with the millions of dollars I made from patenting my time travel machine. Wow, okay, well, welcome back. Do you have any questions? Why? Why what? <laughs> Just why. Okay. Why? <laughs> why what? <laughs> gotta ask, gotta be more specific. No, I think it's an existential sort of why. Okay. So is that the only question you have? Yes. <laughs> Don't have any other questions? Like Who's where? president? Or is that spoilers? It's spoilers because I know it's 20 for us now, but I'm projecting this five years back into the oh, future. Okay. It, back yeah. into the future? Well, this conversation has been pretty productive, so, um, yeah, I guess I'm gonna just, you know. What? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who couldn't hear, I just, uh, snapped my fingers, and, uh, Becky's gone again. Shouldn't be too misanthropic, I'll bring a bag, I'll bring a bag, okay. Oh, I just did a double snap. Welcome back! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, I lied, there is a netherworld. Oh, shit. <laughs> in in that netherworld, I took a uh, glass blowing class. Oh. And I made a blob and uh -huh. a paperweight and two glasses. Wow. Wow. I guess I. Man, I should have. Should have thought about that. Those are the those are the four infinity stones. 
blob of paperweight and two glasses. Oh my god, I know Becky can Becky has all these powers <laughs> Maybe I'll snap you out of existence. Okay. I didn't see this plot was coming. <laughs> Aw, now Pumpkin looks sad. I guess I'll have to bring her back. Uh, I would like to point out that the entire time Pumpkin was staring out the window. <laughs> yeah, but sadly. <laughs> sure. Uh, so you did glass blowing and made your own four infinity stones. Now we got eight infinity stones. Don't you mean nine? No, don't you mean paperweight, a blob, and two glasses? Oh, those were the infinity stones? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Becky made another set of them, so now we've got eight infinity stones. Well, with your eight infinity stones, I guess we can go back in time and sort of those episodes that I recorded, you know, during the f year span. I can put you back in them. Come on, Becky. We're going on a journey. So here I am. I already forgot the events that I said transpire. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm in space because I studied astrophysics. Uh, for my master's, you know, I didn't get a PhD or anything. <laughs> and yeah, whoa! Oh, Becky, you appeared! Hi, what's going on? I don't know why you would have appeared in space with me. Do you also have a master's in astrophysics? Oh, my cat just popped the microphone. You know, my space cat. Um, not to be confused with my two Earth cats, Squash and Pumpkin. This one's name is... Gord. Gord. <laughs> Yeah, in the netherworld, I got myself a master's in astrophysics. You got a master's in astrophysics in the netherworld. Wow. What did you learn about astrophysics? <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lot of songs about Sally Ride. Oh, that's right. Yeah, before I snapped you out of existence the first time, I don't know why, I mean, the only time, I don't know about the future if I do it again. Before we, we had gone to see the Cambridge Science Festival. Yeah, the Cambridge Science Festival with the North Cambridge Family Opera, and they sang a bunch of songs, and one of them was written by the co-founder of Queen, Brian May. That is a true fact. It is. Little do you know that if you sing all of those songs back to back to back, it actually rips a hole in the time-space continuum and allows you to time travel. Oh, is that how you figured it out? That's how I figured it out. All right, come on, we're going on an adventure. <laughs> we're going on an adventure, Becky. Because, you know, I guess I regret ever sending you into those portals. So we're going to go back in time even more. Okay. Oh, okay, now we're here at the spot where I made all the infinity stones. And I decided, you know what? I could do without an older sister. <laughs> now I am tackling myself to the ground. Because apparently we're doing that form of time travel now. Oh, I'm tackling. Oh. Okay, I just tackled my former self to the ground. Um, she saw me, so I had to kill her. Um, there might be some repercussions of that later. And now I have saved my sister from ever being snapped out of existence. Yay! Did Nathan survive the snap? Yeah, it was a very selective snap. <laughs> okay. Another thing that happened in my years was I completed the Monroe story. <laughs> I completed it. I wrote it. It's this, like... 800-page uh, epic saga. They turned it into a TV show and everything. It beat Game of Thrones in viewership. I have the script for you right here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Would you like to summarize what happened on the last Monroe episode? Um... <laughs> no, I'm mad at you for snapping me out of existence, oh. so I won't. Not because, oh god, I forgot I used Comic Sans to write part of this. Maybe you should go back in time further and slap yourself. Maybe I should. 
All right, come on, we're going on an adventure. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's a little Felicity on Thanksgiving holiday riding Monroe stores up. Bam! Ah, what'd you do that for? Person who also kind of looks like me? That's for using Comic Sans. But, but I like the way that it looks. No. Okay, all right, change it. Okay, we're going, we're going back, you know. Oh my god. Wait, why did you have to bring me along? Because <laughs> you're a witness. Oh my god, Becky, the font changed. Look, it's no longer Comic Sans. This is not even my Monroe story. <laughs> Here, well, it'll be like one word, uh, like an improv when you do one word stories. So I'll start. Okay, while I'm scrolling. They were in ancient Greece. <laughs> Specifically, Athens and Sparta and the Greek, <laughs> one word, oh, the Greek theater, oh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> God, why did that happen? <laughs> the... Theater was <laughs> anachronistic because <laughs> of philosophy. <laughs> and I. <laughs> <laughs> now let me take that back. <laughs> um, and Monroe saw. His sister get killed by Kairos. <laughs> and then Monroe ran down <laughs> the stairs of the theater to be with <laughs> Selena's family <laughs> dead body. What? Selena's alive! Celia is the one who's dead. Oh! Okay. Oh, Alright, oh. and I get that. Alright, that brings us to chapter 11. I always get their names confused. Um, yeah, so the last big one we did was when we did the chorus, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, chapter 11. I didn't talk to anyone. <laughs> I don't know what. The narrator, also, when I was altering the universe's space time continuum, I made the narrator's voice very, very sexy. I didn't talk to anyone for the next week. In the mornings, I sat in the stable, sitting on the fence next to my horse's stall. I rubbed their soft noses as they seemed to be understanding. A few times, Selena came... What? A few times, Selena came in the stable and talked, almost having an entire conversation with herself. She talked to me about the times her and her mother had spent in the meadows smelling the beautiful flowers and making jewelry and pretending to be kings and queens, emperors and empresses, gods and goddesses, how when they were tired of running through the valley, they would sit under the giant fig tree that stood alone in the meadow. They'd pig the f <laughs> They'd pig the figs <laughs> and pretend that they were magical food that made them stronger. She talked about how her mother died three years ago, shortly after Chara, Kara, I don't remember, the youngest was born. Her mother had gotten fatally sick, and a few days before her death, she had called Selena on the telephone and called her. Selena, you're a beautiful girl. Don't let anyone say you're not. Take care of all of your siblings. Remember me. On one visit, both of us were silent for a while. 
letting the smell of hay waft through the air. It was sweet, yet dry. But finally, I spoke, shocking both me and her. I also don't know if I ever established why he's in the barn and not in the house. Um, your guess is as good as mine. I never had much time with my parents because at age seven, I was sent off to Spartan Training Encampment, also known as STE because it's capitalized. I was stroking Maru's nose slowly as I stared off into the dark, empty stall. You seem nice, she answered me, smiling again. I couldn't help but smile back. Very determined and persistent, kind of like my father, but only not prejudiced. She laughed a kind laugh <laughs> that was sweet and melodic but not, and not ridiculing and mean. I stopped smiling and began to think about Celia. I had forced myself to not think of her for all the weeks, and now I had to face reality. Where is Evadini? Actually, that's not what he said. I was just thinking about that. I stood up and just stayed in the middle of the barn, just thinking. I can't believe it, I whispered. Selena heard me and looked at me sadly. She came over and stood in front of me. I can't believe the only other person I had to look up to was gone. I choked off tears, built up behind my eyes, trying to push their way out. It seemed so weird that just a few weeks ago, we were racing to get supper, and she was teasing me and playing with me and comforting me. Now I have no one. I took in a deep, shaky breath and let out heavy sobs. Unexpectedly, she threw her arms around me and drew me into a loving embrace. My heart was aching with the sadness of the loss of Zelia, yet being brought together by the sudden love of Selina. I wrapped my arms around her also. We just stood there squeezing each other in the middle of the bar. Though it's been three years, I still haven't healed from my mother's death, she said in a low voice. When I looked at her tears, were streaming down her pretty face, making her eyes red. This is the part. This is the part in, like, the movie when the camera slowly zooms in. And you're like, oh. But in the end of the night, I sobbed. The sun rises to bring light in the darkness. I didn't realize the power of these words. And me and her just standing there crying our, our eyes out. What happened next shocked me and her. She drew her face closer to mine. And she stabbed me in the throat. No, she drew her face closer to mine. I, our eyes were locked, the tears unable to blur our vision of each other. Her gray eyes staring into my light blue ones. I ran my hand through her hair, the ringlets pouring through my fingers. Then, there in that musty barn, her lips came together for the first time. It was a warm, heartfelt and true kiss. I was taken to another realm. My heart raced and I knew that this was true love. It seemed weird in that barn. <laughs> With the dust particles flying through the air and the sun pouring through the holes in the roof, casting a spotlight on me and Selena. But it was true, not fake. After what felt like forever, we broke apart. Each other's gasp and she laughed. Well, that was unexpected. <laughs> I don't know why I gave her this sort of weird voice. But that was unexpected. Her smile was bigger than any other smile I had seen before. That's terrifying. Oh, God. I smiled as well as I reached for her, then spun her around. She went along. After she spun around, I dipped her, then kissed her again. She laughed as she fell to the ground. I've never been a she good dancer. <laughs> yeah. I've never been a good dancer. I don't know who said that one. She picked herself up and dusted off her chitin. That's okay, I laughed as well. I've never been either. And I've been a good runner. What? Oh, but I've been a good runner. I shrugged, grinning. She pondered this, then narrowed her eyes at me. Sure, you're better than me. She giggled, turning towards the door. I'll race you. She ran 
the door and okay, I, and I ran after her. She bounded down the cobblestone path. I don't think their streets were cobblestone, but okay. Their stable was near a hill, so it overlooked a valley with a meadow brimming with flowers of every color. Selina turned towards me, beaming. She proceeded to lay down, then she crossed her arms and rolled down the hill, which was padded by flowers which flew into the air. I ran and I jumped and I quickly met up with the hill and then I slid, flattening the flowers that were in my way. That's kind of weird. Selina quickly met up with me. She sprawled out, still laughing, with flowers sticking out of hair, which was now falling out of her braids. I win. I stood up and stretched. No, we haven't reached the fig tree yet. She bounded off again, bounding into the horizon. I chased after her, the wind blowing my hair around and around. We reached the fig tree and collapsed. Under it, laying on the flowers which glorious aroma floated through the air. Through the hair, actually. The fig tree provided shade in the hot. The wind was blowing gently. Selina's hair became swept up in the breeze and gracefully blew around. We looked towards the sky, which was deep, rich blue with puffy clouds rolling across. They turned into different shapes and patterns. It was quiet, quiet there under the fig tree. It was peaceful and calm. The meadow went on for miles, the blossoms bowing under command of the wind. Look at this cloud. It looks like a baby lamb. She pointed towards a forming cloud that had a puffy head and a puffy body. It only has one leg, though, I laughed. So, it doesn't matter. We went on like this for hours, talking about random things, looking at clouds. Father, Her father called from the house. We had to leave the meadow. Before I entered the house, I looked out across the valley. I wish it could be like this forever, I thought to myself. But things would not be as happy as. <laughs> I just read the first paragraph of the second and the next chapter. We gotta save it, though. No, it's, it's spoilers. <laughs> it's so fucking good, though. So, yeah, well, that was um, the Monroe story. That scene was very beautiful. Very beautifully produced. So, yes, this has been Dinosaur Tea Endgame. I guess I'm back in 2019 now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. Oh, well. I guess I'll just say goodbye to my astrophysics and my space and my time travel invention. Invention. Yep. Can't even speak anymore. Well, here are these infinity stones. Do you with them what you will. <laughs> oh, she just ate them. <laughs> well, this has been Felicity. And Becky. And we're Dinosaur, Dinosaur Tea Time. time. Is that how we ended it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> <Now>. <laughs>